Are you a beta male? Beta! 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 This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. instrumentals I got this segment set for one hour so you know I'm doing hour two I clocked in early at work today so I gotta keep that in mind gotta make sure I clock out at uh, 940 so I clocked in at 140 you dig got a jam-packed episode, man, as usual, and y'all need to check out the last episode I did, man, the last episode I did was uh, the modern woman, uh, what was it, the modern women mascots of today, the modern women mascots of today. most of my hard work today, so I'm glad I did that, got that shit out of the way, mm. we still got one more instrumental to go, man, before we get started, because God knows I need the, the five, six, eight minutes to recuperate, to relax, 
before I shut shit down here, you know what I mean? We gonna change the vibe a little bit, though. We gonna change the vibe a little bit, though. You dig?
<sighs> so, yo, check this out. I did a quick audible. We're not doing, um, not going to do, well, I may do a segment. This might be a segment if I go over an hour, which I plan on going over an hour. I don't want to get into two hours, but if I do, so be it. Jersey Judah Thursday night and I'm back with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. So just to give you all like a brief breakdown of what I did today, there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Ten. There had to be at least 18 boxes. And I'm, I'm not exaggerating with you people. There was 18 boxes, about 18, maybe 19, but I'm thinking less than 20. So it had to be 18 boxes of chairs, steel chairs, like WWE steel chairs. There's four chairs in each box. So sometime last week I had to put these uh, boxes of chairs on this cart and stack as much as I can at once without tipping shit over and moving them, lifting them, putting on, putting them on a stage behind the stage for whatever these people get a cart today. Those boxes of chairs, <clears throat> each box, keep in mind, has four. So let me let me do the math real quick. That's something I would like to do. So each box, so I had 18 boxes, right? So 18 boxes. Each box had four chairs in them. I lied to you not. I've unpacked and moved 72 steel chairs today on these raggedy fucked up ass carts you guys don't understand man you guys just don't get it but i got it out of the way so luckily i don't have to worry about that shit tomorrow when i come in on the friday uh, oh by the way i'm going to be doing a lot of content most likely friday if i'm able to knock out what i have to do in this episode possibly finish up some of the smaller things here tonight i can just I can pretty much be recording a good amount of time tomorrow. So I might do two episodes tomorrow, similar similar to what I did last night, except it was ass backwards. I did a two-hour episode, and then I ended up doing a 45-minute episode to finish off a segment that I did from the last episode. We're not trying to do that today, so just bear with me. A um, couple things I want to talk about things that I mentioned earlier, the last episode, once again, the modern women mascots of today. Um, I mentioned an episode possibly to come in the future, uh, peasant bitches parading penis. Once again, peasant bitches parading penis. Also, the thought process and becoming a modern woman, not the thought process, <laughs> excuse me, not the thought process the thought process in becoming a modern woman. <clears throat> and I also have 940 on here because that's what time I get the fuck out of here. Um, <clears throat> as for this episode, I have a good amount of things that I want to go over. <clears throat> Shouldn't be that long. But depending on, you know, you know how things get, we start with a TFL guy, true force loneliness guy. My trust issues with women, we're going to be going through that. We're going to be analyzing that. 
that's going to be fun. We got Vertigo, Politics, uh, Conservatism, Inc., uh, a re-upload of, I believe, Vertical Politics from Hammerhand. Shout out to Hammerhand, the MGTOW Monk. <clears throat> this video, I'm not 100% sure where this video is from. I, it could be Benny Johnson, but because it's a, only a four-minute and eight-second clip, I'm going to assume that it's Sky News Australia. Shout out to Sky News Australia. And that is called The View Panics Over Trump's Polls. All right. Trump's popularity is blowing up. The women from The View, they're spurging out. And I can't wait to go through that. Then finally, we have a CIA agent drugs and assaults. 28 women, allegedly. I'm going to say allegedly because I don't know. The scoop on that that's from night talk aka stevie knight he black um by the way my trust issues with women that video is from you wouldn't like me when i'm gutta you wouldn't like me when i'm gutta um that is pretty much the archive of tfl guys and incels it's like pretty much the incel tfl hall of fame I don't know this guy's name, but I do. Like I said, I told you where the channel is. You can check the channel out. Subscribe. I would say it's comical, but it is kind of fucked up, too. But you, you kind of just have to have a fucked up sense of humor. With all that being said, let's get into it. You know, our first video from, I'm assuming, an incel, a TFL guy. We're going to be analyzing, quote, my trust issues with women and, quote, and without further ado, let's get this shit started. I'm making this video about um, about trust issues, man. This video is about <laughs> my trust issues that I have with women, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to be honest with you, man. You know, I don't trust women, man. You know? <laughs> um... I just, you know, I don't trust them, man, you know. Um, it's like, to me, man, you know, it's like, to me, man, it seems like women a lot of times don't seem to know what they want from one man to the next, man. You know what I'm saying? And my trust issues with females have been going on for a very, very long time, man. Um, to me, it seems like, man, it's like women are always looking for the fucking BBD, man. The bigger and better deal, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, they could, you know what I'm saying, they could, they could be with a dude, right? And yet, you know, they're always, to me, it's like they're always looking around to see if, if, the, if the guy around is better than, than if he dude they're with. You know what I'm saying? And they're always comparing, you know, their current dude to do as they see every day. Now, yes, yes, and no. The real concern is the women that compare you to the men that they were with. If a woman's comparing you to every man that she's around or every man she deals with, yeah, that can be a problem. But if she's if she's centering who you are to a to a man that she was currently with beforehand. That's a bad sign. 
about is this, man. You know, it's all good as long as they feel like the dude they're with is better than what they see out there, right? But if they come across a guy, man, who they feel is better than, than the dude that they're with, man, you know what I'm saying? That's when, that's when the problem starts, man. You know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, your, your female is, is, is picking fights and shit and, you know, and, and starting shit and giving you problems, man, and, you know, trying to find a reason to, to, to try to get you to, like, break it off, man. Trying try to make, try, try make you fuck up or whatever so you have a reason to dump your ass, man. I, I don't think this guy's, I don't think he's an incel. I don't think he's that. He seems to know what the fuck he's talking about, actually. What do I say? In a lot of cases, man, not all women, but a lot of women are cowards. So they're not just going to break things off with a man. She's going to make things dramatic. She's going to start arguments. She'll complain about everything just so the man can crash out so the woman can leave. That gives the woman that gives the woman, you know, the car blanche to, to peace out. And the guy is sitting back on, well, what did I do? You did nothing. She did everything, but things are a bit different when it comes to a man. See, a man's expected to just end things if things aren't. And, and it's true. Like, there's there's things that you can tolerate and things that you can't. Why force yourself to tolerate somebody just out of fear of loneliness? To me, that's fucking stupid. You, it's like the video from AJ's Rants and Reactions. The women that's the the elderly women in in Japan are getting locked up to prevent. To they figure if they're locked up, they're at least around other women who are locked up, and they're around other people. Them being alone, that is a real thing going on. It's fucking crazy, crazy. But what he is saying is pretty fucking accurate. I can't lie. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's like to me, man, men women don't see if you know what they want, man. You know what I'm saying? Which is one reason why I don't trust them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and, it's, and also something else I've noticed about women too, man, is this, man, you know. From what I've seen, man, a woman will, will stay with a dude. You know what I'm saying? Even if he's crummy and shit, you know what I'm saying? Many of them will, not all of them now. You know, they will they won't leave a man until they until they've already found somebody else, man. Most women if yeah. she if, if a woman tells you man baby it's over, you know what I'm saying, that means she with some damn body else. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't say this is always the case, but if a breakup comes out of nowhere and a woman's the one to to initiate the breakup, yeah, she got a guy probably, most likely lined up. And to go even deeper and not in all relationships, but in some of those toxic relationships, the woman has not only have a guy, she won't just have a guy lined up. She'll be talking to that guy. She's been talking to that guy before the before the, the, the relationship even happened. They were still talking while the relationship was happening. And who knows? Maybe there was some fucking going on. I mean, if she tells you, man, that it's over or whatever, man, that means she's found somebody that she, that she feels is better than you to replace you with. You know what I'm saying? All right, and uh, most of the time, man, I, I, I know, so it's like with men, whatever, you know what I'm saying? If a man breaks up with a chick from what I've seen, right, and not in all cases or whatever, you know, it's like, you know, he, there's a chance that she might still better get back with that, with that dude. You know what I'm saying? 
But if a woman says it's over to a man, it's over. You know what I'm saying? Once she, once she, once she comes to the conclusion that it's over with your ass, there's nothing you can do about it, man. That's not always a hundred percent true, but it should be taken that way, sure. Um, <clears throat> when a woman leaves a man, she feels she has somebody else or somebody better. Maybe she doesn't. Maybe she doesn't. I mean, maybe she does. Maybe she doesn't. A lot of times it ain't what it's cut out to be with a lot of these women. That's why they make irrational decisions like get divorced for no reason. Dumb reason. We went through that with AJ's rants reactions uh, previously this week. Um, a lot of stupid shit happens. And you have to understand, like, when a woman walks away from you, let that let her walk away. Don't hold her hostage. Because if you doing if you doing what you got to do and you maintaining throughout the time, she's going to come back. They always come back. If you making progress and, and a bitch that you dealt with like two years ago, three years ago, tries to hit you up, don't hit them back. Because now they see like, wait, I made the wrong decision. I chose the wrong guy. Don't be that uh, revolving door for a woman. I'm telling y'all, do not be the revolving door to these women. You know what I'm saying? Because in most cases, like I said before, in most cases, a woman does not say it's over until she's already got somebody else in the back, in the picture. You know what I'm saying? And because of that shit, man, you know. It also, hold up, even more logic to be thrown in the mix. That's why the woman comes back. Because in her mind, well, she just wanted to go out there and see what was available. So she goes, she leaves you, goes out, gets trashed, gets piped by just different men, right? She'll try to come back to you as if she's doing you a favor. Bitch, I'm doing you. I would be the one doing you a favor if I took your dirty ass back. After all the other guys you've been been with and been, and I, this is this is not, you know, connected to anything factual for me. Wink, wink. But a, a woman who's kind of who, a woman that you haven't dealt with. I'll put it to you this way: we'll we'll create a chart. Just just have a mental chart in mind. Just have a blank canvas. On one on one tier, you would have the three to six months. The three to six month tier is pretty much you break up with a woman or a woman breaks up with you. Six months later, she's hitting you up. All right. Second tier is the year tier. The year tier is right in the middle where most of the time uh, when a woman breaks up with you and she don't know what the fuck she's want, what she wants. She'll go out there and have a bunch of guys for about a year. And then after that year, she'll hit you back. Then you have pretty much like the question marks, like people from three to five years are are going further out of the like year and a half to five year uh, tier. And these these women really fucked up because they kept you in mind throughout all the time they were getting fucked, all the times they were getting fucked over all that they come back to you 
because they seen you as the good guy after all. Don't be that good guy to that woman. Like I said, three to six months, all right. Three to six months, you could at least establish maybe a hookup or two. And I don't even really recommend that. But three to six months isn't too much time to where a bitch can completely get lost. One year, that is a guaranteed loss. Pretty much because if you as a man break up with a woman and she was the one that was broken up about it, you could probably come back to that woman in a year easily. Probably. That's if she's that's if she's not a good actor. If she's a good actor, she can make you believe that she's really hurt by it, but she's really with the next guy. <clears throat> so the last here is like a no-go. That is a red flag. That is a red zone. You do not want to go and deal with a woman that you dealt with uh, one and a half to five years ago. Because God knows what what has happened from throughout that time. She's not a fresh face. It's like I said before, dealing with an ex, it's like I'm lighting a cigarette, right? Let's say I light a cigarette. I smoke the cigarette halfway. I put it out and then put it in my glove, glove, uh, glove compartment. And then I come back to that cigarette a year and a half to three years later and I expect the same flavor. You see where I'm getting at? Like, there's nothing like marriages. There's an exception for marriages. Right. My mom and dad remarried. I don't know how many years ago now. I don't even fucking remember, but they remarried. Right. There is some there is there could be a point where two people are kind of brought back by nature. It's not always the case. Don't expect it. Don't even want it. Because unless it's it's a generation of my mom and my father, that that generation and that upbringing and that variation of society was completely different. It's almost expected when you break up with a woman, and I say this, when you break up with a woman, that's it. Don't hang out with her. Don't do none of that shit. Because she'll break up with you and still expect you to do things for her. That's just a whole nother level of fuckery. I'm always on guard and dealing with females, man. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, it's like, it's like, you don't want to sit back and give yourself a plea to a woman, man, because you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't get your ass crushed, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I know that with a lot of females, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, they fall in love fast, man, and fall in love just as fast, man. You know what I'm saying? And with dudes, True. it takes a while for a dude to fall, fall for a female. It takes it takes a good little while, man. Uh, nah, I'm going to disagree. The reason why I say both men and women are in the same playing field of quote unquote falling in love is because the word love is subjective to both man and woman. Love in my eyes is the ultimate form of respect. So if you love a person, you wouldn't cheat on a person. You would just end things because you wouldn't want to see that person hurt from you cheating on them. You would rather see them hurt from you telling them that you want to see other people 
that's loving a person. Um, loving a person, like I said, is respecting a person. Um, the people that you can be yourself around, the people that the the all the people that you can truly be yourself around, are your friends. When you have to pretend to be someone else to gain somebody's respect or acceptance, those aren't your friends. That being said, men today have more of a tendency to fall in love than women because some men aren't out there and about having sex with a bunch of women. So they still have what would be considered a functional mindset to finding a woman and building with a woman and things like that. The women are mostly the ones who are, to say the least, dysfunctional. Their love is subjective to what makes her feel good instead of what makes her be the person that is loved and be the person to um, to be someone who's consistently uh, affectionate and things of that nature. Or like, with love, it's about emotion. And with men, love is about logic. You see what I mean? Um, To emotionally love someone is almost like emotionally hating someone. You're in that moment of passion. You're in that moment in general. And that moment, just like the feeling, just like the emotion, is subject to change. You dig? I'm out here dropping science. Let me go back to this fucking cooking up right now. You know what I'm saying? And when they fall, they fall really hard, man. You know what I'm saying? And as a result, man, you know, a dude can be crushed for a long time buying a fucking breakup, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, it's like you never always, y'all gonna have your guard up all the time, man. Y'all gonna kind of, I'm always on guard all the time with them with females, man, because, you know, they pour it on and shit, dog. All of a sudden, they, 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 they go from hot to cold like it ain't shit, man. Shit get brutal. You know what I'm saying? When they, you're the one, man, you know what I'm saying? You get, you get laughs with all type of like, you know, affection and shit like that, man. But when they decide, actually, it's not the one anymore, man, shit stops just like that. And, and, and it'd be very hurtful, man, you know what I'm saying? And that goes to show you, like, a woman's love will always be conditional outside of your mother. Woman's love will always be conditional outside of your mother's. (coughs) So I think it's a flawed theory that some people say you judge women based on the characteristics of your mother. I find that to kind of be not true. Because most men have nagging mothers. We have mothers that nag and complain about everything. And we understand with logic that that's just how they are. We know that they're not just trying to be out of pocket. They're just out of pocket. So we learn to logically love our mothers regardless of a lot of their, you know, retarded ways. You see what I mean? So when it comes to a woman, if you're basing a woman off of off of judgment of your mother, you're probably going to dislike women. I'm not going to say hate women, but you're going to strongly dislike women because you'll realize that the trait, the nagging trait that's in a mother is a nagging trait that's in a woman. You dig? It can be very hurtful, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, 
It's like you just never know what the fuck to expect, man. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, you know, and, and it's, it's something else too, man. It's like, it's like, man, in terms of sexuality, man, whatever, you know, a man simply cannot compete with a female in terms of sexuality, man. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like, man, with most women, whatever, man, there's always something coming up to them, man. If they look halfway decent or whatever, man, whatever, a dude is always going to come up to them, man. So it's like, you know, with them or whatever, for a long period of time, man, whatever or whatever. Jesus Christ, whatever or whatever or whatever or whatever. Then, man, most men are fucking replaceable. <coughs> You know what I'm saying? Unless they're like a genuine female or whatever, you know what I'm saying? To most of them, most of them that's a bad too, because there's always a dude coming up to them all the time, man. How many, How often, man, if, if that dude is not a fucking celebrity or some shit, how often does a female come to a man? To, to an average guy? Not very often, man. You know? True, but not true. Because how many guys go up to average women? Ask yourself that. Now, the selection, the social selection is a bit different when you when you incorporate social media or you incorporate dating apps. Now, a lot of guys aren't going to approach an average woman like that unless they're really into her. But then those guys are usually below average and the women aren't really into him. But with social media and dating apps, the social dynamic change because that average woman that is seen every day in the streets that people look at or people notice, but not really, you know, much her activity on social media and the guys that will swipe right for her online says a lot. We often compare guys to men here. And the average guy on a dating app is the average guy in real life. He gets little to no attention. I mean, Fucked up, harsh realities, but it is what it is. Man, a dude has to go out there and hunt for what he wants, man. A woman does not. You know what I'm saying? And because of that, man, you know, it creates a fucking imbalance, man. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it creates like a, like a fucking imbalance, man. You know what I'm saying? Especially like in, in, in today's society, man, because, you know, everything out here is catered towards females, man. You know what I'm saying? And because of that, man, they basically have the choice. Women have the choice in the fucking mating game, man. They have pretty much the power in the fucking mating game. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, because of that, man, there's a lot of cats out here, man, who won't be with any fucking body, man. Because most of the, most of the females I see, man, they only give themselves to what they feel are the, are the top of the line men, man. They only make exceptions, man, when, they, when their stock drops, man. You know? And, you know, it bothers me, man, that I can't trust females, man. It bothers me, man, and it's kept me, man, from getting into a lot of relationships in general, man, because I just, I, I just don't fucking trust them, man, as a whole. I don't think a lot of them know what they want, man. I think a lot of them, you know what I'm saying, can be easily convinced by a dude with, with, with false confidence and swag and shit, you know what I'm saying, fall for that, fall for bullshit, you know, you know, um... I just don't trust a lot of them, man. You know, um, 
you know, and it's and, and it's good to be it's good to be cautious with man, yeah, because because being cautious man kept me from a lot of pitfalls, man. Because of my caution, with my, my sense of, of, of caution, man, I've I've kept from being a fucking baby daddy and shit and, and all type of <laughs> shit man, and getting drama and shit because my because I'm very cautious about who I deal with, man. But the problem is, it actually has actually like a double edged sword, man. That shit also hurts you as well, man. Because you can want to be with, with fucking no fucking body if if you if you ain't careful. And there lies the problem with most men, right? You ain't up alone, man. You ain't up by yourself. You'll have nobody. You'll have no drama, no arguments, no BS, but you'll be by yourself. Damn. So guys, in other words, would choose. And this is like I said earlier. When a guy has to tolerate a woman because he doesn't want to be alone, that man's already defeated. And a woman nine times out of ten doesn't respect him. See, look at this the way that women look at themselves, right? <clears throat> They're strong and independent. They're really not. The men, the masculine, are the ones who have to be strong and independent. That is what is attractive for us to women. We don't look at a woman's attraction being, oh, she's strong and independent. Like, oh, okay. She's problematic. She's argumentative. You dig? That's not something that most men want. When a, when a woman sees that a man is strong and independent, that means, hey, he can take care of himself. All right. He's in good shape. He can protect me. He can provide for me. He has nice. He has nice looks. He can make an excellent father within looks. All those things are incorporated. So in this situation, I think a lot of guys, and I guess this is TFL. I guess this is a true force loneliness type of video because I thought he was about to drop some facts, but then it kind of just turned into, well, you know, I don't want to be alone, but hey, me being cautious prevented me from being, uh, you know, a baby, a baby daddy, but you know, I don't want to be alone, but um, it's just like, you know. Some guys just won't understand it. Then they'll become the baby daddy. <clears throat> and all the things that they claim they want, preventing them from doing what the fuck they want to do. Or preventing them from doing uh, uh, what they needed to do. You know, prioritize yourself. Trust me, a hoe's going to prioritize herself. She only looks at you as an accessory or as... Somebody, even if it's someone that she builds with, it will always come down to accessory where what you have sweetens the deal. What you do for a living sweetens the deal. Your height sweetens the deal. What car you drive sweetens the deal. What house you live in sweetens the deal. It's, it's all, you know, it's cash and prizes if you think about it with women. That's why women don't really take losses until they're older. They're seeked after at an early age. You see what I mean? Some women know when, when a woman knows that men want to fuck her, that's when she crashes out because she can't handle it. She'll just throw herself out there. And I'm telling you, man, it gets it gets brutal. All right. Shit gets brutal. We're going to jump into some uh, political nonsense. <clears throat> well, not real. I wouldn't call it political nonsense, but this is more of a political, I guess, politically charged video. Six minutes, 11 seconds. Vertigo, politics, uh, conservatism, Inc. 
Shout out to Hammerhand, the MGTOW Monk for the re-upload. And without further ado, let's continue. It is a political truism that the best way to control the opposition is to lead it oneself. And today's globalist, anti-white left has succeeded far better than any other movement in history at implementing such a strategy. The rising generation of young white men are subject to a ceaseless campaign of psychological warfare by the hostile liberal elite, indoctrinated to believe that their ancestors were monsters and that they themselves are the enemies of oppressed humanity everywhere. Then, after searching for a political alternative to such animus, they encounter an ostensibly conservative opposition which discusses how minorities can become a part of its civic movement while sanctimoniously stating that ethno-nationalism has no place in proper society. Under such circumstances, therefore, heritage Americans will never defeat the forces arrayed against them unless they have displaced this false conservatism. James Kirkpatrick, a columnist for VDARE and the social contract Quarterly, spent years within this very conservative movement, which now no longer has a place for him. But readers of his book, Conservatism Incorporated, will benefit from his experience, for no one knows better the gutless, cowardly gang of careerists that operate within it than he. Kirkpatrick states that conservatism incorporated must always appeal to American nationalism and its populist grassroots voting bloc to win elections. It is the simple... Well, yeah, I mean, that's to me, that's the American way. See, I talk about nationalism a lot. And I believe that a black person could be a nationalist a white person could be a nationalist in this country and not be a racist. One would have to appreciate the production, work, value, and ethics of others to truly appreciate the nation that is the United States of America. You cannot just look at one race and say, we are superior in this country. We would have to look at other cultures and other people throughout the world who's come here to find a better life and who's incorporated the same amount of work and drive that the next man does. So to say, uh, just on like, I don't want to use the term grassroots, but just to say on a foundation level, this country should be based on a level of nationalism. And that's not saying that forcing people to like the country, but you know, for what we are as a people, uh, a very diverse, if I might add, group of people, whether people consider themselves separate or together, there's still one country that consists of a lot of different people. If we're not going to take pride in the country, then what do we take pride of? Best way to get rural folk to vote Republican, once safely in office, however, the likes of Eric Cantor and Paul Ryan get back to cutting taxes for the rich, outsourcing jobs, stirring up proxy wars for international entities mm. while opening the floodgates along America's borders. He astutely observes that historically, the leadership within every political movement has been more dedicated to achieving its goals than the rank and file. Conservatives alone, however, are more enthusiastic about denouncing the most stalwart and energetic activists on their own side. The only possible explanation for this 
is that conservative politicians are not genuinely interested in hardball issues. If politics can be defined as the pursuit of power, then conservatives aren't really involved in politics at all, as they would rather persuade the general populace using universal principles and appeals to the Constitution. Uh, <coughs> to an extent, he's right. <coughs> There's a lot of people that I listen to. Anthony Cumia, he's a conservative. Is he a Bible-thumping conservative? No. Is he even really political? Not really. But you know he likes guns and he has his opinions on certain things that would automatically align him to conservative. Me, for example, do I consider myself political? No, not really. Not at all. I, I like to go through a lot of the things that involve politics, especially now with Trump. Um, this is why I fall back in terms of Democrat and Republican. I just don't support Democrats. And I don't I'm not a big I'm not a huge uh, fan of Republicans as a whole either. But there's certain aspects that I find more acceptable than the left. And while in office, they do not use their position to stamp out political enemies for their conservative movement merely exists to consolidate and legitimize left wing liberal victories of the past. Yet, although no serious effort is made to defeat the left, conservative politicos do possess a highly developed acumen when it comes to climbing the career ladder within the movement. The periodic purging of those who directly challenge key left-wing issues is the preferred method for removing competitors within their own organization, and many often join the journalism cartel to become part of the false political dichotomy as mm. highly paid right of center mouthpieces. Mm. The rising generation of heritage Americans is faced with an increasingly overt anti-white sentiment and an imminent entirely engineered crisis engendered by mass third world immigration. The nation which should have been their birthright has been reduced in Obama's approving words to a hodgepodge. These young Americans have no stake in defending a limited government which had ceased to exist long ago or a so-called free market made up of gargantuan monopolies that deplatform all who explicitly support the interests of white Americans. A true conservative political movement is one that will mobilize its natural base, the white working class that was abandoned by the left, and heritage Americans will desperately need a leadership able to channel their righteous anger into an effective political program that genuinely advances the country's interests while protecting them as a class and ethnic group. As Kirkpatrick himself admits, the existential issue of this century will be identity. The key challenge is resisting the death of the West, and the template to follow is the grassroots presidential campaign of 2016, which ultimately proved that national conservatism can succeed. In this, it must be noted that he merely refers to the Trump-Bannon campaign, not the president himself. Trump has flinched from implementing the policies that seemed implied by his campaign rhetoric, some of his I think I think the problem with most of these apolitical people is they they they're spot on with certain judgments but they're problematic in terms of they have no solution. So some guys will talk about politics and go, <clears throat> well you know the left is lying but the right is crooked. And then you're left going, well what do you what do you suggest? You see you can't and I and I can I can understand what he's talking about, 
but I don't necessarily agree with it because um, what what president in any term was able to execute everything that he wanted implemented? Um, I think a lot of things with Trump was definitely a hit. There were some things that he missed out on, but, you know, he got next election. Look at those polls. Failures are due to his enemies within the deep state, but he has only himself to blame for failing to tax remittances and for increased legal immigration. Kirkpatrick is correct in assuming, however, that Trump shall prove to be a transitional figure in American history and his electoral strategy should provide the blueprint for a consistent nationalist-based conservatism in the years ahead. So where is this guy at? Where, where is he at with this? I'm confused. I guess he's talking about an author who said that Trump kind of fucked up from 2016 to 2020, which <clears throat> if you think about it, he did, but he at the same time, he didn't. If you're talking about going against the deep state and you have no pull, the only pull you have is the recognition that he's gotten from his supporters. Trump, let's be let's be honest, man. I'm a I'm a supporter of Trump, but Trump wouldn't be shit without the enthusiasm of the people that support him. But he himself is a charismatic figure who has that ability. I'm not taking anything away from Trump. But a big part of Trump's like momentum is the people that go out there, the people that wear the hats and all that shit. Like, I don't got time for that. I'll shoot a motherfucker. I really don't got time for that shit. You dig my skin's my skin's dark. I can't do that. I know what I can and what I can't do or what I won't do. You see how they did Kanye West? They dogged his ass out, man. He came with the MAGA hat on. I'm like, oh, shit. A lot of people don't know, like Kanye West is low key. No, high key. Um, The first like black hip hop supporter of Trump just out, just straight up. And following that, recently we had a, a Waka Flocka Flame, Waka Flocka. Atlanta rapper originally from Queens, New York, by the way, um, publicly saying in one of his concerts that, you know, he's supporting Trump and had the audience go when when he said Trump, they said. Uh, uh, 2024. So, you know, look, look at everything that's going on. I think the problem with some of the whites, the whites, <clears throat> especially the right leaning whites, is they don't believe that. Blacks are really conservative like that. Like, realistically, blacks are really conservative. Um, Our culture, even going into, like, the roaring 20s and the 30s, was all family-based. At one time, the black family stayed together, stayed together so much that they, they outdid the majority of white people and their families in terms of, you know, family staying together and raising kids and things of that nature. The liberals, the leftoids, the lunacy of the left came in and was like, no, we're going to do something different. You know, we're going to break up this household. Where the black man at? We're going to lock his ass up and we're going to give you government, um, government assistance. She blindly went along with it. And it's been like that ever since. You know, 
Just saying. Servitism Incorporated will likely prefer to run out the clock on Heritage America and garner the last few consultants' fees or board directorships for another election cycle. Once this has occurred, and desperation finally sets in, the dreaded specter of white nationalism will move from the margins into the mainstream as the only political alternative to a permanently left-wing liberal anti-white system. It now waits to be seen if the state and the establishment institutions have anticipated this development and whether their reaction will be a cruel or diplomatic one. While we in the dissident right, however, must be prepared for either outcome. Damn. I mean, like, uh, um, the whole conservatism and <clears throat> nationalism shit, I agree with. So I don't, and, and like I said before, I logically explain how a black person could be a nationalist and a white person could be a nationalist and not be a racist. <clears throat> Uh, certain aspects of different people within different cultures in this country have been involved or have people that have been involved in some sort of production to make the country better. Very few people are here just doing nothing and, and not being nothing. And I mean that not in the terms of, as an individual, but as in the terms of a people, right? And like I said, everybody knows this country is one big melting pot. You can look at places like Los Angeles. You can look at places like New York. So many different uh, cultures and communities in one area. Nationalities, religions, and people. All different. Um, where we're at today, I don't think that any alternative other than Trump will work in this country. And I've, I've said this before and people thought I was trolling. No, I'm serious. If Trump isn't elected as president coming forward and whoever replaces Biden or if Biden's still in, you, you might as well say it's a wrap. You might as well say it's a wrap at this point. Because there's too many, the countries looking, other countries are looking at America as a laughing stock. They look at the people who voted for Biden as idiots. The people who are been, the people who've been sort of pushed aside and called crazy and called lunatics and radicals were the ones who were right the whole time. And the people on the left are too fucking hard-headed to acknowledge the fact that, yes, this country's in trouble because of the people that we voted in. I mean, it just gets, it just gets worse and worse, man. <clears throat> and the people become more delusional. It's a fucking mess. I'll tell you that. We're gonna, we're gonna, uh, I will consider this the first hour. All right. I will consider this the first hour because we're already towards we're already past 55 minutes. We still have the view panicking over Trump and we still have uh, a CIA agent who allegedly drugs and assaults 28 different women. Uh, let me take a pause for the cause. You dig? Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. End the segment one, segment two coming up now.
segment number two, and for me, it's 7.02 p.m., and we still got a couple of videos to go through before we, uh, you know, wrap things up, although we're going to have, we're going to have some fun, take some time, pause to say what I need to say, um, yeah, so, Today has just been a fucking retarded fucking day. I just realized, like, I got here at, I got here at 1.40. No, I got here before 1.30. I mean, 1.40. I got here at, like, 1.35. Clocked it at 1.40. Went directly in this area that I needed to pull all of these chairs out of. There was these old chairs that I had to throw away. I don't know how many chairs I've thrown I didn't throw away it, but I had to storm in this barn area. I don't know how many fucking chairs I moved, but I moved enough. And what made it worse was outside the barn is like, I'll say like 40, 40 yards, 40 yards away. This sort of barn slash shed is 40 yards away. Somehow, and I don't think it rained today, but the grass was wet. And I had this cart that I had to, you know, pretty much push these raggedy ass chairs in and stack these chairs up. And God, it was just it was just too much. It wasn't, but at the same time it was. But now I was going to start something when I got back in, but then I realized that I clocked in early, so I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm getting the fuck out of here at 940. I'm getting the fuck out of here at 940 on the dot. Out of here. But anyway, man, let's get back into the shenanigans, the horse shit, the chicanery, the fuckery. All right. Um, The view. Matter of fact, full title here. Let me see. I don't have my uh, auto rotate on to say battery. Um, yeah, the view panics over Trump polls. I mean, it's, it's get it's getting brutal. Can we get in a situation where the Big Mac doesn't cost you sixteen bucks? Trish Regan is responsible for the content. Right, inflation <clears throat> is out of control out of control. And so, well, the Democrats are worried. They're really, really worried because, oh, you know, gosh, what would that mean if Donald Trump was president again? And I'm sitting here going, oh, what does it mean when Joe Biden is president? Because there's some serious, scary stuff going on. But, you know, over at The View, they're in total meltdown mode. At The View, they can't even conceive. You know, this is Whoopi Goldberg show, Joy Behar, the whole crowd over at ABC, they cannot conceive of Donald Trump being president again. And so they're trying to say, okay, like, what do we do? What do we do? Like, this is time to sort of double down, reassess. Well, maybe the good news is maybe he'll be in jail and then people won't vote for him. This is crazy. Guys. I mean, Trump's right. It's full on banana republic stuff. And the view's wishing for it. Watch. Shocked that people still are supporting this probable criminal um but what I- <laughs> no education no acknowledgement no consideration 
of Joe Biden's alleged crimes. You know, Joe Biden has an alleged list of things that he's done illegally, right? But now let's worry about Trump. This is the view for you, man. Clown world. We'll say there's a there's a brighter side to this because further on in the poll, what people did say is um, about six percent of voters in battleground states enough to swing the result of the election. They said they would abandon their support for Trump if he were convicted on charges related to the January 6th Capitol riot and sentenced to prison. Now, I don't know how you run the presidency from prison, but at least those people realize that if he is convicted of trying to just subvert our democracy, he should not be the president of the United States. So that gives me comfort. You know, it's really sad and disgusting. And I think... One of the things that kind of allowed me to fall back from dealing with women was their political beliefs, if they even have any. And if their their beliefs are even theirs, they don't even have their opinions on politics. It's somebody else's politics, somebody else's opinion, favorite movie stars, celebrity, you name it, etc. Because if they can just somehow figure out how to manage to convict him. Well, then he won't be president. So that's the silver lining for for Sonny. That's her Sonny silver lining uh, over at The View. Listen, I think that the way you break this down right now, unless there's something really peculiar that happens, and look, that could happen. Don't forget, we just saw in Bridgeport. Did you see the video? I believe I played it on my shorts, in my shorts feed. The video of the woman's stuff in the ballot box I mean, these things apparently can happen. Look at, again, Bridgeport, Connecticut, in Fairfield County, Connecticut, where the mayoral race had to be done all over again, according to the judge ruled this. I mean, this is an Associated Press story. The judge ruled that they had to run this thing again because there was video evidence of ballot stuffing. (laughs) I mean, am I the only one who thinks that you just need to have a license when you go and vote? And that maybe if you're voting absentee, like there should be some kind of check system. We've got enough technology out there, right? Where they compare and contrast your social security number, maybe. With your- the fact that we even got to go through all this as a country is sad and pathetic. It's sad and absolutely fucking pathetic. Americans whites blacks the blacks yellow people asians brown people hispanic latino latina all right americans all this vote like yo voter id yo kiss my black ass nigga have a fucking id when you show up that's it okay cool vote this ain't, this ain't, this don't got to be so technical. But these people, I mean, they love to make shit technical. License and check you off on a box so that we can avoid any kind of even perception of this stuff. Anyway, Donald Trump, that's the headline, straight for the New York Times and the Siena poll as well, is ahead in five of six swing states. We're talking Nevada. We're talking Wow, we're talking Georgia, Arizona, Michigan, 
Pennsylvania. He's just almost there in Wisconsin. And like he's ahead by a lot in Nevada by a 52% margin. In Georgia, it's 49 to 43. In Arizona, it's 49 to 44. In Michigan, 48 to 43. And in Pennsylvania, 48 to 44. I mean, we're talking about significant margins, all right? Four, five, six points. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Okay, so there's a lot of worry. Like I said, over at ABC, you know, which produces The View. Spurging. They're like, this can't happen. How could this be happening? Through a 14-year period, a CIA agent. We're getting into the last video, by the way, man. Matter of fact, let me briefly go over something. Excuse me. Um... The 2020 situation, right? Election. What was it, like seven to ten uh, days to count all the votes, allegedly? The alleged problems with the Dominion um, vote counter machine, or vote counting machine, excuse me. Um, these footage, like I said before, man, footage that I seen back in 2020, thanks to a liberal hive mind and a couple of other people on social, well, on YouTube, really, that were breaking the shit down, showing footage from, like I said, Detroit, uh, the cops, I think throwing away ballots or burning ballots in California. So many different surveillance footage of people throwing ballots away in the dumpster. I mean, come on, like, give me a fucking break. But they've made it, the left have made it seem that if you believe that something was going on fishy 2020 election, then, well, you got a tinfoil hat on, buddy. And you may be um, deprogrammed. You may be reeducated. 1984 style. Drugged and recorded himself with damn near 30 women mm. around the world spicy in housing that the government paid for spicy but you just got caught yeah man this is a doozy bro shout out the night talk aka stevie night you already know he black he black nigga shit Niggas, nigga, niggas, nigga shit. <laughs> X CIA officer pleads guilty to drugging and abusing multiple women. May 2020, Mexico City police responded to calls about a naked woman screaming for oh help on the balcony of a CIA agency officer's apartment. Last memory the woman could recall was drinking a glass of wine oh, with no. Brian Jeffrey Raymond during a date at his U.S. <clears throat> embassy leased home. Then she blacked out. Federal prosecutors later accused Raymond of drugging and sexually assaulting the women. Mm-mm-mm. Prosecutors said Basura. committed similar crimes throughout a 14-year period. Damn, son. 
and filming a total of 28 nude women without their consent in at least three countries. Basura. Tuesday, the former Damn, CIA officer pleaded guilty to four of the 25 counts he'd been originally charged with, including sexual abuse, abusive sexual contact, coercion, enticement, and transportation of obscene material. Under plea agreement, the prosecutors dismissed the most serious charge of aggravated sexual abuse along with other charges. Raymond will face between 24 and 30 years in prison and will have to pay a mandatory restitution of 10000 to each of his victims. But my thing is like, okay, you about to, uh, you about to face 24 to uh, 30 years. You're already 47, bro. So like, you, 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 you more than likely you're going to die in prison. So... Nobody wouldn't give your ass the most serious charge to be bro. Like, and then you a fed too, so they should drop the fucking Fetty, hammer on you, bro. Fetty like, boy, he's a he's a Fetty like, boy. Yes, they got. He's a glowy dude. They treat him. They treat him good, man. I mean, it, I mean, think about it like this. So, like, what if a federal agent gets locked up in a federal jail? Like, his boys are pretty much the ones that's guarding them. But at the same time, it's like even them were looking at this nigga like, yo, this nigga crazy. Like, what's wrong with this guy? So he gonna get he gonna get dealt with, man. You know what I mean? Former Glowy participating in some very cultish activities, man. Okay? Snuff film type of activities, man. Plead guilty, so that's that's that was the win, right, bro? But like, that's crazy, bro. Netflix documentary coming soon, bro. But I'm not trying to make light of this shit, man. It's crazy as hell, dog. But, like, crazy people do crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? But it just makes me think about how the viewers or the audience is going to look at the feds with even more disgust and, and, and pessimism. And, Fetty Wop. And, and negativity. Fetty. Like, this shit like this is not supposed to happen. I Fetty. just hope that people treat this as an anomaly and not try to paint all law enforcement as sexual predators because this well first of all I would say honestly these people are beyond um, law enforcement they're federal agents so yeah that's different that's a lot different than just a I mean not to make things light for police officers I mean if a police officer got caught up doing this shit it would also be definitely out of pocket. It would also be um, unacceptable in that right, the same way. But the fact that, once again, this is a federal agent we're talking about, a eh, little bit more extreme, uh, a lot more of a harsh reality. I mean, shit. 28 women, man. A fed. Fuck got caught doing what the fuck he's doing, man. That's crazy as hell, bro. A CIA agent just pled guilty on CIA drugging women and raping them. And he recorded himself with damn near 30 women, dog. Conan. So ain't no telling what he didn't record. You know what I'm saying? Conan. They should throw your ass out there to the fucking wolves. Since your ass want to sit here and take advantage of your position and be out here 
literally preying on women, dog, for 15 years, bro. 15 years, dog, drugging them and fucking them and recording Jesus them. Jesus Christ. You old fucking CIA agent, bro. Calm down, like, brother. Law enforcement got it bad enough trying to goddamn maintain a clean image in them with the fucking masses, trying to keep the peace and, and maintain the confidence of the people they're supposed to fucking help. And we got to worry about dickheads like you out here abusing your motherfucking authority to this extent, bro. To this extent, this is out of a fucking movie. This is out of a fucking movie, bro. It's going to make people wonder how many other motherfuckers doing some dumb shit like this. No, it's, it's, he's an anomaly. He is an anomaly, but he won't be the first and he won't be a last. And this is why I respectfully disagree. Let me tell you why I respectfully disagree. And this is the video is almost done anyway. And I'm going to I'm going to try to go online. I guess I didn't think I would go through everything. But then again, what do I expect? I only had about 25 minutes of things to go through. And it was kind of easy just going through all of them because they were short, short clips. I don't think I have anything to duplicate. Actually, I do. Actually, I do. You dig? Actually, I do. So what I'm going to do is. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Um, Thinking Man's Templar has something. Or better yet, let's finish that Sucky Hana video. What's up with that? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I want to see where I left off. Who really is about something. Because when you got somebody who about something, you're not going to let her hang herself. In fact, you're going to stand in front of her and let everybody know this one right here, this a winner. Don't come at her foul. You know, I was once told by a wise woman once, there are no such things as born-again virgins. What these ladies are attempting to do is rationalize their bad decision and for you to accept those bad decisions in exchange for your resource, your money, time, energy, and mental tranquility. Damn. This is not a good deal. One minute. Now I have, went, wait, I think I went through all this. Never mind. Never mind. I'm bugging. Yeah, I'm bugging. Let me delete this. The fuck do I still have this for? That's crazy. Um, what did I have, man? I had something. Oh, I must have deleted that. Oh, that's crazy. All right, I'm going to... I guess I'm going to try to go on YouTube, but... Yeah, my connection out here is just really, really brutal really gnarly I might as well try it I guess fuck it let's see cause I do have I do have um, thinking man's Templar I think I'll play a little of that but I, I don't have what I wanted earlier which was um he was talking about Suki Hanas and the female rappers and all that shit. And what's crazy is when like when when real like minds think alike, because a lot of shit what he said, and this was from like I think three months ago. 
And today was the first time I checked it out. A lot of the things he said were things that I said recently. And I never listened to this shit. Uh, I never listened to a lot of his lives like I used to. Because you know how that shit gets when you try to, you know, get your shit off the ground. It's almost like being a rapper, like, in a weird, fucked up way, you don't want to listen to everybody's music because you kind of want to have a a blank canvas to work with with yourself. You see what I mean? And you kind of challenge yourself. And by, I think, listening to different people, you know, some ideas are alike, but then I think it's natural that people emulate what they listen to. So I kind of really stay away from a lot of the people, but I give credit where credit is due to thinking man's Templar. But right here, he has a drill rap versus lyrical street rap. I was listening to a little bit of this. I'm not going to play a lot of it because, you know, I already did close to an hour. We may wrap this up in like a good 20 minutes, but I just wanted to go through a little bit of this. I'm going to skip this. Can't make this shit up, man. You can't make this shit up. Man. All right, here we go. You know what I mean? I never even I never even heard of that happening to a Hollywood actor. Everybody knows movies are not real. Now, when it comes to rap, people want to believe uh, stuff. So- yes, yes, yes. What I always call the hypocrisy of hip-hop, many hypocrisies of hip-hop, actually. There's many hypocrisies. But the ultimate hypocrisy of hip-hop itself is that word, entertainment. The people don't want to be entertained by a person who's acting like a street guy. They'd rather be entertained by an actual street guy who becomes a rapper. Now, I was listening to this earlier, to the very beginning, while I was was lifting all these chairs and shit. And he mentioned King Vaughn. And there is a lot of points about King Vaughn that he makes that is accurate. Like, yes, this is a this is a known notorious street guy who just happened to make it as a rapper. Um, His cousin. Lil Durk. Was one of the people that put him on to kind of get him away from that environment in a lot of in a lot of ways, even though he was still loosely in the streets. Um, he's not, he's not what people, I, I don't consider him like, he's not a mumble rapper. He's a, he's a rapper. He became a rapper. Like he makes rap music. Now his rap music is based on some shit, alleged shit. I'm not going to get too deep in it. We already talked about that with the, uh, trap lore episode. If y'all want to know about that, I think, uh, trap lore Ross and his, his detail about certain issues. He's obviously a fan of hip hop, but because he's a white guy, let's be honest. <clears throat> and I don't feel this way, but this is how the quote unquote culture feels. Because he's a white guy, he can't talk about the things that's going on in the streets. But they don't say that to the news reporters that talk about it. And in some cases, they reach way more, way more of an audience. Something to think about. Add that they take it to heart, man. Oh, my God. Jay Thomas said, yo, TMT, 
Don't forget about that movie, American Me. The Mexican Mafia deleted everyone involved in that movie. You got to be fucking joking. Chill. Chill. That's real? Chill. That's nuts. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Hus Kingpin with the $20 super chat. Club Blade Runner Sao Paulo Brazil Ghost Night interest fee $20. <laughs> Yo, shout out to you, bro. Appreciate that. Yo, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't got all the answers. I'm just as confused as y'all. Brandon Schaffer says, do the females rappers fall under the same stat standards talking about how many joints they take? Is this thing on? Are you guys there? Let me tell you something. I don't want to hear that because at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you that most of these chicks talking like this, I would be remiss to believe that they are really the way they act. Because if that is how you act on a daily basis in the world, you have serious psychological problems, especially if female. If that's who you claim you are, if they if they was if they was really living the lyrics, man. Like you understand? But some in me on the in the dark side of my brain, I be believing some some of them really be like, yeah, you know I mean, I, but I think a lot of them can't rap, so I think somebody else be writing that shit half the time, cause they can't. <laughs> Even, you can tell when somebody's just writing, reading some shit. You know what I mean? I haven't heard a flow in a female rap song in probably 10 years. You know how you heard, you ever, you know how you would hear somebody um, rapping and you would be like, damn, that nigga flow was killing it. Like, they might not have said the most complex things, but the flow was just like in pocket and perfect. I haven't heard a, a female rap like that. And I can't even remember. Yeah, Evan Duncan said most of these female rappers are in committed relationships. So they're faking the funk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> why we gotta fake the worst shit? Like, yo, like that's mm -hmm. why, why we gotta fake the worst shit. That's one of another like I mentioned before, the hypocrisy of hip hop is entertainment, right? Because I mentioned King Vaughn because people love King Vaughn. They love his music. They don't know really nothing about him until the documentary, but they still love his music. There's there's a obvious blurred line. It's like an invisible wall where the street shit and the people that are just in the entertainment business to make money, they meet, right? You always hear stories about rappers that are like, oh, yeah, that guy ain't who he say he is. He's scary. He got robbed. He got his chain snatched, etc. right? The dudes who really be talking like that, they're, they're the street niggas who become rappers. So in their communities, they're, they're highly favored. Like they look at that guy as he's one of the people that made it out 
we must protect this nigga at all times. So when anybody or anything faulty happens, say another rapper or another nigga from that area that's not known in that area comes, he'll get robbed. They'll jump him, beat him up, take his chain, take his watch, whatever. But they know the dude that's from the area was present or he's there. He's the guy that gets the chain, that gets the watch, that gets the shit back. No problem. Because he knows the niggas who did it. He didn't orchestrate it, but that's just how the wolves are. He had to tell him, like, hey, man, that's that's homeboy from such and such. Y'all, I need I need everything y'all took from him, man. And he he's the one that gets the guy his shit back. So not everybody in the in in the music business is active like that. Just like in the streets, not everybody who's in the streets is active like that. Some niggas just really be outside chilling. But it's that persona that the people like when it comes to the music. And it's not just white people, it's black people. It's everybody who listens to the music know what they're listening to. And I'm going to use Thinking Man's temp, uh, Thinking Man Templar's uh, way of thinking that dark, that dark spot in my mind believes that that's what the entertainment business became or the hip hop industry where it's about it's not it's not really lyricism. And I said this before, it's not the lyricism, it's the producers it's the producers, it's the rappers. They don't have to say, they don't have to say the most lyrical shit. Not anymore. Like thinking man Templar said, like TMT said, it really is the flow. Okay, it's not really what you say, it's how you say it. If it sounds good, it'll work. You had niggas that made music that you couldn't even understand that still made money. Like, why you niggas got to fake the worst shit? Why don't you fake being a doctor? I want to see a rapper come out and fake when he got the stethoscope on, the white jacket, and he's rapping. like. I mean, Dr. Dre, let's be honest. I mean, there is technically a doctor. There's a Dr. Dre. I mean, he didn't come out with the whole scrub and shit on, but, you know, close enough, I guess. He's a doctor. He's faking it. Why don't you fake like a doctor? You're like Doogie Howser. You're rapping about taking clients and patients and everything. Why don't you Doogie rap like Howser. that and blow up? Like, why it got to be the worst shit? Why you got to be a fake streetwalker, a fake gang member, a fake drug dealer? You got to be a fake shooter. But why Why you can't be a fake doctor? Why can't be something real? Something positive? I mean... I'm just saying. Why you can't be a rap about coding? Be a rap, be, <laughs> rap, rap, rap about coding. Break the cycle said uh, Ice Spice boyfriend made a career where it is now. I didn't know that. <laughs> Even R&B, Beyonce shouting out single women by married, <laughs> being married and forgiving being cheated on. Yeah, that's nuts. I mean, technically, when single ladies came out, I don't think she was married. I don't, I don't think she was married. Now, of course, she probably was talking to Jay Z at that point, Sean Carter. But I do not think that she was married to that man at that point. But I do understand what he's saying. 
I definitely understand. It's nuts. Yo, I mean, you know what I mean, yo. You know what I'm saying? Azazel said, no, we don't want niggas trying to perform illegal butt surgeries out here because of fake doctor rappers. Yikes. Nah, nah. I'm just giving you an example, sir. Yikes. Here we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like your comments. You've been coming in with some some shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spook said, the hip-hop black audience, quote-unquote, requires some sort of trauma-toxic bonding relationship with the artist. Whatever is real is relative to whoever is watching or listening. Did I not did I not say that or break it down to a science before that comment was made? And like I said, I listened to the beginning of this. We're towards the end of this. So when I'm done recording, I'm going to go back to listening to the rest of this. All right, so... Yeah, there's there's that and it's not it's not what people think. It's not like how gangster rap is where you have people like Ice Cube where street guys would say, Yeah, Ice Cube ain't really like that. He's an artist. Now, to some people, oh man, he's dissing Ice Cube. Not really. Ice Cube has millions of dollars. The niggas that's talking shit about him don't. He makes music about the street shit and the people that are in the streets are mad because they didn't get creative enough to make music about it. That's really the reality of it. The hip hop today or not even hip hop. The drill music and shit today is real street shit. Real utter disrespect, a disregard for another black man. Black on black, uh, black on black violence and HD, black on black violence and 4K, however you want to put it. You know what I mean? It is what it is. <laughs> Why you can't call yourself Mac- Malcolm X and rap about being a revolutionary? Why you, you know what I'm saying? Revolutionary, that shit's yeah, dead. Man. That shit's dead. Uh, people that used to call it conscious hip hop, like that, that whole thing is dead. I mean, there's still people that rap on some underground shit and they're, they got some, they got some fire, right? But they're underground because not because they're not good enough, but because their talking point is completely ahead of other people's talking points. They had to dumb down the hip hop today to make everything sort of an elementary level. So it's like the most, the most adult thing, killing a person, taking drugs. Other than that, it's not, you know, it's not music about uplifting a black person or uplifting a community. So naturally you will have the music today. Like I said, it has a low frequency, Um, very little meaning, very little substance to a lot of music today. That Foxy Brown affirmative action flow. A lot of them, little, little, you know, why I gotta be the worst shit? And like he said, black people gotta identify with like terrible things to call it authentic. True. Why can't something be authentically good? They <laughs> say, like, why can't it be authentically positive about this motherfucker, yo? Like, why I gotta be heinous? <laughs> like, that's the part, like, when we talking about, like, yo, like the female rappers, right? They want to be real scuzzburgers. Scuzzburgers. Yikes. Like, why you got to be a real scuzzbag? Yikes. They want you, they want to really 
come off like that. Think about that. Who who made the rules as to what makes a female line hot? Where it has to be something OD nasty. My son, I need a new happy. You remember this? Hold on, hold on. Remember this? Hold on, hold on, hold on. My son, I need a new happy. <laughs> My son, I need a new happy. My son, I need a new happy. <laughs> God, come on. Basura. 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 My son, I need a new happy. <laughs> The criteria for my a son needed a pappy. Punchline is some gutter shit, gutter bug shit, cooning. Like word. Who, who made up the rules? Nigga shit. To where Nigga that got that makes it fly. Nigga shit. Like Sukiyana saying, "I don't wear condoms. That's why I always stay pregnant." Like what? Disgusting. Basuda. Treacherous. Trifling. Just in case, once again, man, if you people don't know who uh, Sakiana is, Asukahana, Asukahana, um, if you people who don't know who this bitch is, I want to give you all another reminder, like, you know, just, just in case. A jump start, if you will, you know. You might be new here. I'm trying to get my cookie stretched, and you ass, N word, N word, N word. All right? And then you look in the comments of the clip and everybody's like, yo, she killed that. I'm like, yo, what? Cooning. She killed that? Cooning. Because she said that? Cooning. That's the flyness of it? Cooning. That's nuts. Cooning. That's bugged out. Why it can't just be you say some ill shit because it's ill? Why it got to be some bullshit Cooning. like that? Cooning. Why can't you just say a fly line? Basura. Why the punchline gotta end with a fucking dick in your mouth? Pause. Like, be gagging on something or nigga shit. Twerking on something or getting banged nigga out shit. or your, nigga the, the quality nigga, of your nigga, vaginal nigga, walls. Nigga, Why nigga, gotta nigga, all be nigga, wrapped around nigga, that? Nigga, nigga, yeah. nigga. Hus said nigga, the punchline is my pussy <laughs> fire every time. Every time. Disgusting, dude. Something Basura. related of the Basura. level of her sexual abilities. Basura. 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 <laughs> Shut. Like, come on, son. Slut. Like, how? Why got to be that? Why? Why all surrounds that? It's so many other ways to say a fly rap. A fly. It's like you're the, a you're horse. A horse. Yo, a man. Whore. Like that's the bar. That's that makes it nice. Like you just said, real street gutter, gutter monkey punchline bar. <sighs> Nigga, shit. Nigga, 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 and when she get Damn, on the interview, son. like, you know what I mean? I, I just like to be myself. I don't want to be nothing nigga else. Shit. This is who I am. Nigga, and I want to be nigga, like this. Nigga, I'm like, yo, nigga, yo. Nigga, 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 nigga,
and she enjoyed it. And, and you know, she likes farting in a guy's mouth, all, all types of nasty shit. She's one of these shock value type of hoes. But the problem is, whether you're serious or not, your reputation is done. Done deal, man. Forget about it. Get number two on me and, and I want to fart and fake fart in his face. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck, man? Burnt out. I'm taking him back. Nigga shit. Nigga shit. I'm taking him back. Bye-bye. What are you talking about? Nigga shit. Like, yo, go go somewhere with that, man. What is wrong with you? Imagine if there was a real, like, I understand her persona is what it is or whatever she's trying to be. And, basura. You know, everybody basura. always say, I'm just being basura. myself. But you know they're kind of like exaggerating. And it's like, yo, imagine being around somebody basura. like that. Like, imagine be, always being like that. You know what I mean? They being characters. So it's like, why that guy? Why is that the character? Nigga shit. Nigga shit. Like who? Who? Who My told son, you that had to be the character? I mean, the industry. Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! My son need a new happy. My son need a new happy. Made a standard, and y'all all following it, and it just gets more extreme as time goes by. The more time Nigga goes by, shit. it gets more extreme. Like, what's next? Nick, Nick, that's Nick, the question. Nick, 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 Damn. She's going to be a legit porn star. Legit, you know, swallowing Kizak, bouncing on dicks, all of that. She's going to be straight up and down. You can reference it. Like, people going to need to go to her OnlyFans and pay to watch her rap videos. Watch. She's going to have a triple X video library. Like, every all her rap videos and her songs is gonna be videos where she's actually, like, in the action of having sex with somebody. Or fucking in it. I swear to you. She gonna be rapping, popping dick out of my Yeah, girl, you know, dick, dick, dick like this. She gonna be like, glut, glut, glut. That's gonna be the bar, my nigga. I promise you. That's what's coming next. Pause. Basura. I promise you. Basura. That's what's coming next. I'm telling you, yo. Sick, dude. Disgusting. Basura. It's going to be a video where she's actually really whopping hood dudes rats. off in the hood video. Rats. Hood rats. Hood rats. She's going to rap about hood some rats. nasty shit. The dude going to like skeet on her face. And... <laughs> I'm telling you. And she's going to be. Okay, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's enough, right? Damn, I wish today was Friday, but it's only Thursday. Jesus. Um. Where are we at, man? 43 minutes. I think this will be like pretty much an hour and 30 something minutes, which is good. I'm going to keep it where it's at. You know, this was all, by the way, last minute, Uh, especially shout out to Thinking Man's Templar. Definitely going to have to mention him. Matter of fact, let me save that in my notes. That way I can remember. Um, We had Trish Regan. I remember that. Um, Night Talk. I remember that. Um, Thinking Man's Templar. 
And there was somebody else in the beginning. Do I remember? Did I delete that? I probably did. Because I'm a fucking idiot. I probably did delete it, did I? Uh, The View. Like I said, Trish Regan. There was something else. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember that guy, but um, I will save you wouldn't like me when I'm gutta. G-U-T-T-A. Gutta. All right, so I got everything saved. 747. I would say I have... Well, I technically do kind of have close to two hours left. I have enough time to finish the small things that I can do technically tomorrow. I'll just try to do all of it before the end of tonight. So tomorrow I can just do less shit and sit around because it's a Friday. But right now it's Thursday. And as I always say, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.